0: Hey everyone, my name's Kieran and welcome to the one upcast where I'm joined once again by Mr. Daniel Ferry.
1: Hey everyone. Uh, this is gonna be a weird episode. So you probably hear Kieran's little plug at the start of the show there, with the power of the internet. However, Kieran's not here this week. Um, at the last minute, unfortunately, Kieran has had to as you know Kieran runs a website, uh PukaPukaGames.co.uk. And he literally has received a quote-unquote shit-ton of Pokemon arrive in the post. And it's the launch of a new Pokemon card starter set thing. So him and his lovely partner Tash are flat out of that. Um, So we are originally planning to record together today. But for the first time in history, in 1UPcast history, it's just me. But I'm not my own i've got my little dog beside me and my lovely cup of coffee so i'm going to talk to you now for see how long this goes how long can i talk to myself in a little room with my dog sitting behind me occasionally staring at me wanting me to rub them kind of like me with my wife <laughs> so we're going to get on it and see how it goes um by all means please 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 i would love feedback uh you're probably wondering why oh why is he doing this himself and i'll tell you why i'm doing it myself i am a firm believer that if we miss one episode just like in the past it will lead to another missed episode another missed episode it might become like you know we might do two two one week or sorry not two one week you know we might do you know one consecutively you know each week for like an hour three weeks and then it falls off again and i just don't want to be consistent because i know since we've started up the 1upcast Twitter, you have been really engaged, you are brilliant, and you are actually tweeting the page, uh, PM and me on Twitter, and Kieran saying, oh, I can't wait to this week's episode. So we really, really, really appreciate the love. Um, So we're not going to miss an episode, and that's the plan. So if I had to talk to myself every so often, I don't mind. I kind of talk to myself with my inner monologue anyway. So... Again, let us know if you think this week's episode is absolutely awful. If it is, we will not do it, and we'll wait for Cairn or Harry or whatever he wants to be called. They come back, and we can do it together. So it's more of a experimental week. You could say it's a beta, which is a lovely theme about this week. Um, but as I said, I got my cup of coffee. We're ready to go. Um, so let's get into this. So before we get into that fresh, fresh, fresh breaking news, um. We're just going to talk about a little bit. We're going to bring this down a bit. We're going to get it a little bit more, more intimate. So it's a, you have me now for the next, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 minutes. See how it goes. And when I'm editing, I will go, oh my God. um. So I'm going to talk to you something randomly that you didn't expect to hear about on a gaming podcast. I touched on it a couple of weeks ago, and I vaguely, vaguely mentioned it. Hold on take a second, up So good. Um... Insomnia. Do any of you suffer with insomnia? And the reason why I'm asking, I get awful, awful, awful anxiety with insomnia. Um, It's something that's always kind of followed me about ever since I was a teenager. I always remember, and this is going to be the ramblings of a madman, it might sound so stupid, but I just want to kind of explain to you how... You know, how how my cogs in my mind work with insomnia and sleep. So today, I am absolutely exhausted. Um, And this has been going on now for the past two months, say. Now, I know people out there who haven't slept for years. God love them, more power to them. Um, I don't know what's going on at the moment in my little head, but it's, it's... it's strange to put in words so thinking about going to sleep triggers anxiety for me. And it's the strangest thing. I mean, if I'm just doing my everyday being a full time daddy, full time shop worker, full time husband, full time dog rubber, um, when it comes to like you know, the thought of like, oh, I feel tired, anxiety kicks on and why is that anxiety there because i get anxiety about going to sleep because of the fear of not sleeping and how that makes sense to me even saying it out loud it doesn't make sense and it sounds like the ultimate first world problem here's a guy here who is panicking about not sleeping and at the same time it's keeping him awake it's so so strange um I've been fairly, very, fair, as you know, I've lost quite a bit of weight, and, you know, people are, they have been reading advice online, you know, oh, go for a walk, get 30 minutes of sunlight on your fists and etc. etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, Speaking of sunlight and fists, contrary to some people's belief, there's uh, a regular listener on the show, shout out to him, he knows who he is, uh, when he was a child, he was told that if you look at the sun, sun for 30 minutes straight, you will get superpowers, uh, he knows where glasses and he doesn't have super fighters. So massive shout out to you, sir. Love you lots. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, so yeah, so I'm going out and I'm doing my walks and I'm doing my runs. I've started playing football again. My God, I'm horrible. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very active. And then having two kids uh, keeps you relatively active anyway. So at night, I'm exhausted. And believe it or not, I have no problem falling asleep. I fall asleep. Boom. Grand. And I've done the, you know, they call it the free 2 one method where you, you know, three hours before bed, uh, no work, you know, nothing to do with your job. Two hours before your bed then is no electronics. And then one hour before bed, try and, you know, read or something. And that puts you into, it's like a calm, relaxed step. And I think in between that free 2 one you have to kind of, you know, sit, not in a dark room. <laughs> that would just be fucking weird. I'd be like Malachi Black or the Undertaker sitting in the dark room for three hours. <laughs> but what's that point in there? Oh, he's trying to get to sleep. Um, <laughs> you'll find as I laugh at my own jokes, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> so um, so I've done that, you know, the free 2 one and, you know, getting light stammer and all that. Can I on uh, occasionally the wife thinks I'm looking for a butt but I'm not actually looking for a bit I'm just looking for some sleep and uh, while I spill my coffee and my dog went to run so I've done this and I fall asleep no problem going to sleep no problem it's fine um, but where it gets me is that I would wake up at say like 4am really having to use the bathroom so I go do my my stick go do my thing and I come back to bed and my mind in that 30 second period where i've gone to the bathroom come back um my mind is alert my mind is awake and I, the anxiety kicks on so i'm literally sitting there panicking about going back to sleep and then in that panic then you have things like uh oh you have to get up in two hours because the kids are going to be awake you have to uh, go to work, you have to do this. You have to do this. You haven't replied that email, and then there's things like, Oh, you didn't lock the front door, or What's that noise? You haven't heard that noise before, or There's a car outside that you don't recognize. Um, just create it's like my mind's my own worst enemy, and uh, it's just a it's I went through the phase there about four weeks ago where I was feeling sorry for myself, getting a bit mopey about it, and you know, uh but I, I just say to myself now you just have to get on with your life normally and you know like there was a few times where I was meant to go to a friend's house and I wasn't going to go because I was just so tired but I just kind of accepted the fact now where you know what you're gonna be tired just be tired and just get on with your life and hopefully it eventually corrects itself there's always a line from a U2 song um can't remember the song uh, but the end of the song, Bono says, "It's just a moment. This time will pass." Uh, I'm a firm believer in that. um But the reason why I'm bringing this up, I was just wondering, has any of our listeners had a similar circumstance? um If so, please, 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 I would, oh, it's actually almost like an SOS. Please contact me, please. Ferryman Five Thousand, Tweet to One Any advice would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, For example, last night there I played football after work and uh I I loved playing the football. It's great to be playing sports again. Um I'm rubbish at it, but uh I was absolutely exhausted and I was so tired that I couldn't sleep. It was so strange and I kept dozing off and waking up again and dozing off and waking up again. And uh but just today I'm absolutely wrecked. And but it's a state of mind as well. I just need to have all our cup of coffee here. I only normally drink one a day, but this is my second today, so you know I'm tired. Um, so, by all means, please, please, please reach out and uh, let me know any advice. Be brilliant. um So, that's my little ramblings about my insomnia. It's jingle time. Let's insert some jingles. Breaking news! And we're back in the room. Um I'm I'm actually having to tread carefully but because for some reason I use the official Xbox wireless headset. Um probably one of the best headsets I've ever used. I actually use it every week. Um but it because I'm not talking to anybody this week, um it uh believes that I'm just you know, you know, it's it's in a battery safe mode. I'm checking the settings here and it's not actually it's not actually like detecting anyone else chatting to me so it's 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 powering off after every 10, 10 minutes so i might you might hear the old judder but that's just me restarting my headset so as i said we're in a beta and this is this is what we do so you've heard that beautiful jingle from myself so you know i should have got karen to do a jingle but oh well so as a, as we say beta it's beta time so it's beta week so this week we've been kind of spot with two betas well say this week because we reported our podcast so late last week um we didn't get time to talk about halo infinite so we have a halo infinite beta to discuss and battlefield uh battlefield 2042 beta to discuss so just want to touch on these and then we'll get into that fresh 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 gaming news so we need to talk about halo infinite so halo infinite as you know has, has quite the Tormoid development, if that's say could be say now looking back on it, I mean I think a lot of it was very reactionary from that one. Shot car. Um we're gonna talk about that later in the show as well. But uh I always remember and I touched on this a few weeks ago, the X hello uh, Halo Revealed for the Series X and the hype of this is gonna be, you know, the first Series X game, you know, you know, the flagship title. And I remember watching it live, and I actually, I didn't think at the time that it looked horrible. I just thought it looked me, you know, it didn't set the world on fire. It just looked okay. Um, but I suppose that was the problem that it just looked okay. Um, but playing the beta, no, I would love to see, it be great, and they would never, they would never do it. But I would love to see you know, the ball then. I would love them for them to come out and release that ball that they showed at E3 last year to now and just see um how much it's come on. Because I know they made a lot of internal changes and they hired a lot of external staff and outsourced staff to kind of help with the project. And no doubt this game has cost Microsoft probably a good couple hundred million because uh, they need to get it right. And as I said before... They, this was ready to go. This was the plan for this to be released day and date with a Series X. Anybody has a Series X now. Look at the back of the box. It's like Master Chief. You know that was the that was the plan, definitely. And as I said before, it took balls to delay it, and this leads nicely to what I'm going to say. It's starting to show. I mean that decision to delay it for a full year. I played the beta now. Bear in mind, this is only a, probably a two hours worth of gameplay opinion, so tick whatever what I say now with a grain of salt, but I will say this, Halo Infinite is fucking fucking fantastic, so so good, I am not the biggest Xbox head as anybody who knows me knows this, um, so I always kind of, when it comes to their ex- exclusives, I'm almost like a novice. I just kind of go on and just go, hi, you know, we'll see what, we'll see the, the crack. I mean, the last, the last exclusive at the top of my head, uh, I finished recently was Gears four. Um, I just thought it was very bad numbers. It was very me. Um, and I, I feel that largely with a lot of Xbox exclusives. And they always get a pass, I think, because of Game Pass. Um, but, uh, again, that's another topic for another time. The last Xbox exclusive uh, to really grab me, and I was just like, oh my god, this is so, so good, um, Is Al- well, was Alan Wick uh, and probably Halo 4. I think they came out the same year maybe maybe not or what even if they didn't i played them the same year and i always remember thinking this is at now xbox or you know this is that and i believe uh, yeah they're both 360 games so i th- I just think i know it's they're all backwards compatible but the, at xbox one generation there was just nothing standout for me i mean halo 5 was an absolute atrocity but um so we're going back to the 360 days before uh, an xbox exclusive really grabbed me so i kind of went on to this kind of thinking Pff, we'll see we'll see my expectations were low is what i'm the point i'm trying to get across however that beta man oh my god so good i mean everything from it from the how smooth it was uh you know, the resolution, how sharp it looked out. I, I've seen a few videos online where people were kind of shooting dents in the cars, and it was like wee minor details where the car would actually... Do you remember the days of Goldeneye where you used to shoot and draw faces? Do you remember that? And then big pint mode, and you would literally call their wall. It basically had that, where you could literally, you know, they've spent their time on it. I mean, they haven't phoned their toys at the pram. They've, they've taken feedback on board from that video that they shown. And you can tell they're really implemented it. I mean, in the beta, we've already seen some mental footage where guys throw grenades underneath a car. It, it, the grenade explodes, sends the car flying. They then grapple onto the car. So they're flying with the car. Then they let go. And then in the air, they're pulling their sniper rifles and sniping people from across the map. And that's in the beta and the, on like two or three selected maps. So, so good. Um... For me, one thing where Halo really, really shines, and again, I'm not a hardcore Halo player, but it's it's the team play. Like when I play, the likes of Call of Duty, you know, I just don't really care about the objective, and I think a lot of people are like that because you see so many videos about forty kill streak that, fifty kill streak about that, and like you're always checking your score and you're always going on about your kill death ratio and things like that, but. I find I don't have that with Halo. I mean it's all about the objective. When I I was playing it with uh Framing Boys, they all know who they are. Big like, shout out to you if you're listening. And uh, it was just a constantly objective, constantly like, we need to get this, we need to do this and it's just like we find it's like there was a magical moment on the beta where I absolutely loved where um, I just jumped on a buggy and uh to me it's just jumped on the back end, and it wasn't even strategized. it was just, just jump on the back and I drove down they caught the flag they jumped on the back and I drove back and we planted the flag base and it was so just that instant coordination like instant gratification you know what you're doing and then you get the recognition from your team like you're always kind of it's like a team focused game I know people love that about Rainbow Six and uh Rainbow Six is just too hard <laughs> so maybe where I'm going on early you know day one Uh, with everyone else I might actually stand a chance but from what I played it is so so good I mean it it is it's fresh is the word I would use Um, but it's something definitely I think it's something going to be something very very special Um, I'm actually really looking forward to their season pass believe it or not Um, probably one of the few I just want to see what their rewards were are going to be but I know there's a concern about you know uh you know you don't get xp for kills you only get xp for you know doing the objective and winning games and things like that but i actually like now my opinion might change as i play the game you know 20 30 40 hours but i actually like that um so it's, it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be something special i'm going to drag uh, Kieran into it as well, because I know he's not really an online shootery kind of guy, but I'm going to pull him onto it, just to see him get onto it, because we can't play co-op in the campaign, but no, it's definitely definitely something that I plan to get onto. So, all, all in all, I'm really looking forward to it, and it's going to be an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be a gamer, and it's an exciting time to be especially a Halo gamer, after Halo 5 was just killed the franchise almost they almost did the what movie was it um so you had batman michael keaton and batman returns i know it, Ma- michael keaton went record several times saying he knew he had to step away after that um because the franchise is going in a direction where it didn't and i can't remember the other one after that i think it was the one with jim carrey Ke- george cloney i think but it killed the franchise so halo Five need to kill the franchise so this is make or break for microsoft and i really really hope that that uh, it does well for them so moving on speaking of fresh uh, i have literally as of today you'll be listening on this tomorrow um the battlefield 2042 beta uh now launches uh open beta for everyone as of today however if you have ea access or game pass you'll be able to play it right now uh because uh ea access is included with game pass ultimate um so i played uh we're going on to 12 p.m now i i played it this morning after the school run for about two hours so again my play time with halo infinite and with battlefield is you know times of duration are quite quite similar um what i'll say my impressions and again this is early early impressions anybody who knows me knows i love that battlefield i am such a battlefield fanboy um I love, love, love Battlefield, and I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, when I first got my PS4, I had that gasp moment, uh, uh, because Battlefield 4 was a launch title, because I just thought it looked so good, Um, how naive I was, because when I went and seen it on PC then, it was just like a different beast altogether, so I'm really looking forward to it, especially after uh, Battlefield 1, uh, Battlefield 1 got a lot of hit, or was it called Battlefield 5, that's what I mean, they were just too similar, it got a lot of hit, and a lot of it was warranted, but however, the gameplay was actually very good, and I did play quite a bit of it, um, but it just wasn't as good as Battlefield 4. It was definitely a step back, um, but the campaign was good, and you know, I actually enjoyed it for what it was, um, but I, I think it was kind of one of those things where I played it for... 50 hours and i was kind of once i got to like level once i maxed out one class i just stopped playing it i didn't bother going at every class where in battlefield 4 i basically maxed out every class every ribbon I was like i wanted a full collection i just wanted 100% the game and uh from playing uh 2042 i don't know if it's it plays very well it plays very very similar to Battlefield Four. Uh, they've implemented things like where, similar to Rainbow Six, where you have set operators. So, you know, for example, you have the Meta class. So the Meta class and where before you could just run over and revive. Uh, they now have, a, it's almost like a tranquilizer gun, but it's a a, a medical gun. So you can heal people from a distance. Um, You have uh, an engineer who can drop a tur- turret anywhere. So if you're capturing you know, an objective, you could have three or four turrets there uh then you have forget me i forget the name of the classes but you have an r2 classes anyway but one lo- allows you to use a grapple hook like halo and then the last one then allows you to drop like a Sentry bot so it's like a dog that you can't pet maybe not in the beta um but um, my sorry my apple watch is pinging like mad even though i have it in silence um so from what I see, the gameplay is very, very smooth. A few people told me going on it, it doesn't look the best. However, I think it actually looks very, very pretty. Uh, you know, it doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like a crisis or anything, but I think it actually looks very pretty. Was actually, I think it's very visually striking. And for a beta, where I take issue with, I think the, and again, this is a beta ball, this might change, this might be a certain version, but um, I, I believe that... My, my concern is the UI and the HUD. Um, it's just not... Maybe I'm being a bit sport here as a gamer, but as I mentioned College Duty there earlier, you have, you know, when you when you level up, you have that epic music, and if you unlock, like, an attachment or a gun, it's like, almost like a, a celebratory thing, like, you've all locked it, and so it goes... Doo, 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 doo. And then you have all this fireworks, you know, going like, wow, good job. Where in Battlefield, it's kind of like, it's like a bar, you know, like your level bar. But at the end of the match, it's just like a static, born looking bar that you'd see in a pie chart. And it's just going up very slowly. And then if you unlock a gun, it's just a static picture of the gun. And it's just like you've unlocked it. And it's just no... It's, and again, this could, be, this could change. I mean, the game's due to release now in, what, three weeks? I really hope it does, because it just looks... It just looks bad for a AAA game, and this is a AAA game, but it just looks bad, and especially there's no campaign in this version, which kind of pisses me off a bit. But because I'm one of the few actually enjoys first-person shooter campaigns, um, on that actually, do many people play first-person shooters now? And and the reason why I'm asking, like, some of my favorite games are first-person shooters. I mean, like, Wolfenstein... I, did anybody ever play Wolfenstein? I want to kind of go into the spoiler territory, but it's minor spoilers. It's, um, you know, it's based in World War II, but it's, like, what if Hitler won? And, you know, the regime after it and how time went on, and, like, you know, basically Hitler runs the earth. And uh, especially in Wolfenstein 2, that story was so, so good. I mean, there was such an awkward moment where you were undercover in a cafe, and you're meeting up with, you know, let's just call him Joe Bloggs. They get like a package of him. And, and that's a Nazi soldier comes on to drink a coffee. And he's looking at you and he doesn't recognize you. And this is all through first-person perspective. And it's just the tension. And you can't see your face, but you, you can feel the tension in that scene. It was just so, so good. And, you know, I really hope first-person campaigns don't go away. We don't have enough of them. Um, there's just, and I know multiplayers where you make your money, and I've I've even said there ten months ago. I'm actually looking forward to Halo's season pass, but Halo's given us a story. Um, so I, I just find what worries me is that, for example, if you left a a Call of Duty box in a game store or Smuffs or wherever you're listening to on any retail store, they kind of market it as if it's free products, and the one thing you have campaign online zombies but it's not that's what the game is you get all this it, it's not free things and may I maybe are they trying to educate us this and say oh you know we're eventually going to cut out the campaign because i think it was in black ops 2 or black ops 3 for college Duty. there was no online or sorry there was no there was no single player whatsoever um so you know i, I just don't want it going down this way um I want Battlefield to do well because I love the franchise, but I don't want it to do well. And then them am thinking, oh, we don't need to do campaigns anymore because, again, I actually quite like the campaigns. and I would, It would have been interesting to see. I mean, Battlefield 4 campaign, I absolutely loved it. Walking through, you know, like wee shanty towns and you see the god rays reflecting off your garden. And then, you know, it was like wee bite-sized stories. And, and I actually enjoyed them because, again, as I mentioned there last week, nothing more... It turns me off in a game when a game is eighty hours long. Sometimes you just like, you know, sometimes you just want to shit bad guys, and you don't want to be t You just want to play a story. So I don't frankly should go away. And Battlefield, I'm more, I'm more excited for Halo. If I had to compare the two, I think Battlefield. If they fix that UI and they fix that HUD, it's it's going to be like gameplay. It is fantastic, but it's just wee things that are annoying me. You know, if you get a kill. It doesn't show you their name. It just shows you a red skull. So I don't know if I killed. Somebody who you know. Like in the last Battlefield games. You could rival somebody. And like oh, they killed you three times this map. And it still has that. But you don't know you killed them. Until they killed you. If that makes sense. Because then it tells you. So and again. I appreciate this beta. And I'm actually going to give feedback to it. So. Hopefully all this will be addressed. And this is the purpose of the beta. Um, so. I just feel that halo was more polished and it didn't feel like a beta uh where you know halo's out in december this is out in three weeks and uh, i just don't want to be baited in a product that has just literally come out i just don't want them to go oh we've implemented this fix but it will not be fixed until january so and again you know it has been delayed twice now so uh, kind of forgive me i i again i think i just went down with higher expectations of battlefield than halo and maybe this is what it is it's just expectations so all in all i mean as i said earlier it's exciting time to be you know i came a first person shooter fan so it's going to be very exciting and uh pray for our wallets um especially (laughs) with these two big big games coming out to the horizon unless you get them on game pass and i think on game pass they give you battlefield at like 10% that's as well so if you're lucky to save that coin get it on game pass so moving on so we'll get onto that fresh 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 breaking news that uh, i played a jungle for 20 minutes ago so technically that was breaking news because it's you know it's relevant to this week i i just discovered as I was doing my draft up for breaking news. So every week I do notes for breaking news, and uh, it's not really breaking. I mean, if this was a like a if this was Sky News or UTV Live or you know CNN, it'd be the worst breaking news because we're announcing things that happened like two or three days ago. So uh, <laughs> maybe we should rename it. Maybe it shouldn't be called breaking news. Maybe it should be called i know stale (laughs) milk i don't know so uh just a random thought that came under my head so fresh 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 news for you so i you may know or you may not know the final smash brawler's character was finally finally revealed and it was sora for kingdom hearts now i actually called this uh the day of it came out um people were messaging me and saying who do you think it is and i just said sora and i made a you know such a keyboard warrior comment as all it should be crash bandicoot but it's not going to be because he doesn't have a sword because for some reason i think if he did a statistic i think there's like 89 smash bar characters i think over 50 of them have a sword um they love their swords um and i remember watching the reveal reveal trailer and um it was just when they revealed and they showed the he has a weapon it's like a big key and it has the Disney chain on it, and Mario left in the key, and he threw it, and it, you know, morphed from a flame into this key with the Disney logo. And I remember watching it, and I just went, I actually sighed as a, like, mm, because I didn't get my character. I wanted Crash or I wanted Master Chief that was in my wee head, um. And normally, then after it, Sakurai talks about you know, you know moveset and stuff like that. So to be honest, with you, I just dropped off then. I just went, you know what. I don't have any hatred for Sora. It's just that I've, I've never, I think Kingdom Hearts are games of their time. Um, I, I did buy the HD collection there on the PS4 about two years ago, and I tried to play the first one, but it, it was very dated, and I was walking like a th- it was very Resident Evil controls, and uh, it, I just, I couldn't get onto it. And you know, I have two daughters who are Disney, Disney mad, and I actually initially purchased it on the. On the belief that, you know, I can play this in front of my kids because Daffy Duck and Goofy and Mickey Mouse and Hercules and Yasmin and Belle. Belle's a villain, by the way. Um, Oh, she goes around collecting deeds. (laughs) She's like the Monopoly guy. (laughs) go. So that's it. There should be a Monopoly Disney edition, but instead of the Monopoly guy, it's Belle. Just tell her that you're a beast and you own a house and she'll fall in love with you. So, um, but again I, j- I just couldn't get on there. I just found the controls very dated and then when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out on PS4 I thought like, maybe I could dabble on this but then I was instantly turned off because so many people were just like ah, but you need to play Kingdom Hearts 1 Kingdom Hearts 2 Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Kingdom Hearts 2.3 you need to play the PSP 1 because that's quite integral to the story because there's a massive plot and that's called in Kingdom Hearts 2.1567 and it was just like no no, uh, no, I'll just not bother. Uh, and then I don't think a lot of fans liked Kingdom Hearts Free. One thing I will say, it looked fantastic. And I remember watching footage, and uh, one of my daughters loves Rapunzel. And there was a scene where, you know, like you were doing like a special move where Rapunzel helps you. And I actually thought, you know, oh, this is, this is, this looks is brilliant. Uh, but so many people told me just to avoid it. So it's a shame. So, um, I fa- I think Kingdom Hearts fans, you know, their games are their times. You know, people absolutely love them, and you know, I've never I've never played them, so I can't really comment on it. So as I said earlier, uh, you know, once I seen it, I was just I was actually disappointed because I didn't get my guy, but I can't really complain overall of the franchise because I've said this many times, and I'll say it again, that franchise that game was made for me, the cast that we have on that, the fact that we got Banjo and Kazooie, oh my god. The fact that we got Joker, the fact that we have you know Dark Link, we have Ganon, we have Zelda. It's just such a such a special game. It's just so so good. And you know, it's definitely a game that all love with me for a long, long time. But however I want to say, so I went, me, well that's interesting. But then the um a strange thing happened then. I went on the internet, you know, later on that night, before I was doing my free two one. Uh and uh the i was watching the reaction videos for sora and i didn't actually realize maybe for my own ignorance how special announcement this was to a lot of fans i mean i was watching live streams where people were actually crying and then sora actually admitted, i went back and watched the rest of the um reveal and sora actually revealed it was the most requested character of all time so it just goes to show you even though it's something that's not in than a bubble how important it is to everyone else so And I think one guy actually mentioned me and actually said it's actually the right character to end on. And when you think about it, it probably is. Because look what Sora means to so many fans. And look what Mario means to so many fans. Look what Crash Bandicoot means to so many fans. I mean, it's definitely ended on a high. Uh so I know he's never going to listen to this podcast, but I just want to give a shout out to Sakurai, the developer on it. This man Smash Bars has consumed his life. He's been working on it since I think after the N sixty-four version and after the Wii U one, and I've said this before, he could have just ported the Wii U version onto the Switch and people might have grumbled, but people would have been happy because Smash Bars on Wii U was the reason to own a Wii U. Uh, but instead they literally came out and made a brand brand spanking new game and it's a, a phenomenal game i mean i'm sitting in my little recording room now at the moment and uh you know my room is literally clattered on amiibos and i think i have over 70 amiibos and every single one of these characters means something to me every single one of them are in smash Bros. bar you waluigi sorry um but it's definitely a special game and i think like they did a statistic at the end where there's over 400 character mentions in the game because you have those kind of you know like who's like trophy assists so you know cuphead example and you know oh, it's just so good and one thing i do really 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 appreciate it and if this was microsoft and this is this is playstation it would have happened like so for example they released doom doom guy or demon slayer or whatever you want to call him so you can dress up your your me or your avatar, or whatever you want to call it, as Doomguy, and you have a moveset for Doomguy. I mean, if that was any other, if that was like a Fortnite game or Battlefield or Halo or whatever, they'd probably charge six or seven, eight quid. Nintendo would charge 75p. It's, it's so, so good. It's so generous. And it's not on their fans. It's really, really good. So I think Sakurai deserves <laughs> probably five years off. If he announced now that he will never make an R Smash Bros again, I wouldn't blame the guy. Uh, The question is, where do we go from here? So, let me know what you think of uh, Sora being included in Smash Bros, and uh, I'm going to hand it over to Kieran for a little
0: plug here. Well, if you want they listen to list podcast every single week and you want to get it delivered straight to you then the best thing to do is they subscribe to list podcast we have a youtube version we are on all major platforms so if you're listening somewhere and you're like i not know i kind of like on like apple podcast or something we're there if you like it on spotify we're there as well but you can also leave us a message as well. If you want to ask us a question on the podcast, you could do that using the Anchor app. You can either use the app on your phone or you can go to anchor.fm slash 1upcast. You can leave us a wee message on there. Or if you want to send us a wee message, you can go to uh, any of our Twitters. You can go to my Twitter at HarryAtomicYT. You can go to Daniels at Ferryman5000 or you can go to LeBrand spanking new 1upcast Twitter, which is 1up, all words, O-N-E underscore cast. That's O-N-E underscore cast on Twitter.
1: So, moving on. So, as you know, and if you don't know, for shame on you, this Friday... Today, actually, you're listening to it now. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I'm I'm recording on a Thursday, so you're listening to my voice from yesterday. So, today is the launch of the Nintendo Switch OLED and Metroid Dread. Jesus fucking Christ. I am so, so hyped. I can't wait. Um, I... So Poker Poker Games did me a fantastic offer on a trade-in price for my old Nintendo Switch there about two months ago. And the price was too good to refuse. I think I got like 210 quid. Uh Kieran slash Harry uh, slash Pokemaster will t- confirm that maybe in a later episode. But like, I bought the thing at launch for 280 And for a five-year-old console, I just thought that was too good of a price. So I reacted very well very quickly and i sold it to him and great however in hindsight i sold my switch too early jesus i must miss And maybe this is a good thing uh because i'm so hyped for the switch oled i i can't wait i'm watching the ign and beat em ups and everything talk about them now and they're showing side by side comparisons and oh my god i'm so hyped i cannot wait um maybe it was a good strategy and, you know make me invest my switch again um First of all, problems though, I don't know if anyone's ever has heard of the Satisfied Gaming Grip. It's like, it's kind of, it's when you're playing your Switch handheld. It uh, makes your Switch feel like you're holding, like, it's more ergonomic and feels like an Xbox controller and it's so comfortable. So I don't know if you played Switch long, you know, handheld, but it gets, I get hand cramps and I don't even have that big hand. So I'd imagine somebody with some of the bigger hands would have that issue. Um, but the gaming grip because the switch is slightly bigger, the gaming grip doesn't doesn't fit. So I know what you're thinking. Oh, what's the problem? Um, you know, just buy another one. The problem with satisfy they're a little independent company and they only they're based in U.S. They don't have like a U.K. seller or anything here. So I I imported it well over two years ago and uh, or a year and a half ago, and I think I paid like forty quid because it was like twenty quid for the grip and then postage, it was nearly 40 quid, but it was worth it, because it was so good, so comfortable, and I actually, pretty much eliminated, my gaming time, to, the actual, you know, playing handheld, and having parents, uh, having, ch- having parents, I do have parents, but having children as well, <laughs> um, when Coco Melons, uh, Coco Melons dominate the TV, it's nice to have the Switch there, so you can play handheld, comfortable, so unfortunately, my Switch grip doesn't fit, and they have not made a new one, so, uh i'm gonna have to sell that on now and uh you know unfortunately (laughs) deal with the you know going back to the old traditional method i've seen there's a few grips that you can you know they're called the hori pad split pro where it's two big massive joy cons it's almost like a 360 controller you know left and right side attached to that I i might delve into that um see how it goes because i just know with the switch OLED, i'm going to Yet um I'm gonna play I love OLED. My phone has an OLED screen, my TV, my primary gaming PC or TV has an OLED screen, and now my Switch has an OLED screen. I love OLED. Um if you've never delved into OLED, you can attest to how good to how good it is. Um the Levita still have my Vita, I think it's nearly eight or nine years old now, and that still looks so so good. Um so I'm so hyped for that. And then Metroid Dread. So Metroid Dread, all the reviews dropped yesterday, it's sitting on 88 on Metacritic with over 90 review scores. So, you know, the people are hyped for this and the people are happy. Um, but it got me thinking, got my cogs thinking. Um, This is the first 2D Metroid game in over 10 years. And I was just wondering, is it because Metroid games don't sell well? Because they are excellent, and it's similar to the likes of F Zero. So I think the last F Zero was on the GameCube. Uh, F Zero GX or something, and then you had F Zero X on the N Sixty Four. Fantastic, fantastic games. But um, they mustn't sell well. They mustn't because if they were selling well, Nintendo, Nintendo like Muller, Nintendo like money. I'm sure they like their Muller too. <laughs> but they like money, money, and they like the color of money. So i'm convinced that these games haven't sold because they haven't sold well and this is why i think it's been so long since we got one uh i'm convinced that uh when the n64 online is available i'm, I'm sure nintendo somewhere will have seen data of games played on their online service and F, like so many people i've talked to they can't wait to play f-0x again so maybe with that data they, they might go you know what there is definitely an audience here for this game uh let's pull on the nostalgic strings even if they did a remake or I had it like an eShop exclusive something like that. So what I'm basically trying to say is if you're on the fence about buying Metroid, buy it. Because if you want more Metroid, buy it. Um because if it does if this doesn't sell well, I think it's done. I think the franchise may be dead. And I know we're getting Metroid Prime 4, but um again, you know like Nintendo Person on a HD trilogy, capitalise on it now that this game has, you know, reviewed well, let it come out now for Christmas, bundle them off consoles, things like that. Get get um get it get it into the hands of people. Release a demo in the eShop. There's no demo. Why not? As I said, it's ten years ago, but if I, there's so many gamers out there who don't know what Metroid is, put it in people's hands, advertise it, give it the recognition that it deserves, give it a platform, just don't throw it out there and let it die. Um, I always remember Sony, I think, uh, yeah, Twisted Metal on the PS3. Twisted Metal was massive in the PS1 days and the PS2 days. And Sony just sent it today when it came out. Um, There's no advertising for it, just nothing. And it was so good. It was so, so good. And it died. It, I forgot after for months. There was like literally nobody online. And, you know, it just it was sent today. And I just don't understand why publishers do this. You know, if you're going to spend. 30 40 million make a game. I'm not say I'm not saying spend 30 40 million promote the game, but invest in it. You know, have it in podcast ads, have it in TV commercials, have it in like magazine colours I don't know. I'm not a marketing director, but you know, have some recognition. You know, if it's don't send it out today, and I just I have a feeling I haven't seen an ad at all. And I, 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 I always very much keep up the, with the Joneses when it comes to PC or. Console gaming, so I would obviously know about this, but there's probably people even listening to this podcast and know about Metroid. So by all means, if you are and you've never had it, look up IGN, look up Gamespot, look up N Four G, whatever, and check out the reviews. I mean, it it looks fantastic, and it's launching along with the Switch OLED, so maybe that might give it the boost you know. So it'd be interesting to see. So I really, really hope it performs well. And I really can't wait to get stuck onto it myself. So, And if you're worried about, oh, this is like the third one. Do I need to play the Super Nintendo one? Do I need to play the Game Boy Advance one? It wouldn't help. Uh, sorry, it would help. But these are all kind of like, you know, you can play it. You know, you can play it. And there's a like, there's a blog of where we're up to and stuff like that. So you can play it on its own. So you don't feel like, you know, you have to go back. And it's quite a commitment, et cetera, et cetera so please 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 support metro dread and please 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 when you get your n64 online play f0x because i would love a new one so so moving on as i said there to games out today um far cry Six is out today i kind of snuck up on everyone i thought that was delayed until february so that's out now um if you have put it up let me know it does look very good however I've kind of fallen out with Ubisoft myself personally. During lockdown there, uh, early in the year, I'm a ba- massive fan of uh, Assassin's Creed. I played them all, loved them all. I actually loved Odyssey, last year's one. Really, really loved it. And I know a lot of people didn't, but I absolutely loved it. Um, I thought Cassandra as a character was absolutely brilliant. It was one character that I really, really got... You know, I really loved the character. And you know the likes of Ezio? While they did a chain of events as his story arc and they did I think they give them free games. Um I would love to see more Cassandra. Um so I doubt it will happen because they're kinda they're kinda moving away from the traditional Assassin's Creed and they're kinda going more Witcher, if that makes sense, you know, more open world, more Witcher Skyrim, Breath of the Wild kind of strategy. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla oh man i had a love hate relationship with that game and the love came from the first 50 hours i thought it was so good and they were getting so much right and then i very really i very quickly realized after the 50 hour mark and 50 hours for me to play one game is a big commitment um if you hear the works outside i think it's firmest gas or in stone pipes and the the straight. So, apologies if you hear about a background right now. So, I'll try and talk over as much as I can. But as I said with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they it was forced playtime. So, what I was saying is that fifty hours was a long time for me, but you know, it was like it was almost ready. To go right. You know, what, I'm ready to finish it now. But they were like, no, you have to unlock every region on the map. So, on the likes of Breath of Wild, and even on an Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You could go around and get all your towers and your flags, etc., and do your reset quests, and then you could move on the main story as and when, whatever you wanted. However, in Valhalla, you couldn't. So, if I knew this at the start, or even in the first 20 hours, I would have unlocked all the regions. And it's not like going to a region and then climbing a tower, and then that was it. It was literally, you had to go to a region and do like an eight hour story. So, it was all kind of like standalone stories, and some of the stories were absolute travel. Some people I talked to were like, Oh, I just skipped the dialogue to get through it, and that's just not a good gaming experience. It was actually, it took me about 80, 80 90 hours to finish, and uh, I think I tweeted about it. I think it's like it, it, it basically it killed it for me because I invested so much time, I wanted to see through it to the end. And it, I'll not spoil anything if anyone's actually playing because it's all quite a fresh game, but uh, you. It's not really a spoiler but you do so much for it to be all unrewarded and it really really pissed me off and uh apparently the season passes out now and apparently the season pass is actually excellent and it addresses that common issue uh to my question is why the fuck did you just not address it from the start because they would have been play testers as and when you're playing it, it. so it, it just kind of put me off the franchise a bit and how is this related to far cry 6 i hear you cry the map is even bigger than Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and there's regions to unlock, and my concern, even though it's reviewing well, uh, it's going to be the same thing again, and uh, I never played Far Cry 5, I played them all, right up until Far Cry 5, I didn't play Far Far Cry, because um, it was spoiled for me, I'll not tell you what happened, um, but I was listening to a podcast, uh, Sacred Symbols, a week after the game came out, and uh, he just Talked about the ending for like 10 seconds and he very, really, real, he realized that he should have done it. So that's, I just didn't play it then after that. It's kind of like, um, what do you call that film with uh, Wallsmuff, not Wallsmuff, Bruce Wallace, <laughs> uh, Bruce Wallace, uh, and your, I'm gonna have to google this while I'm talking. It's your guy, arrowsmuff don't want to miss a thing. Um, basically, I had that film ruin for me uh because when it first came out uh it uh like they had a number one hat with Aerosmith, it was doing so well on the charts and you know the, the music package was this video armageddon was called I was google on there while i was talking but i want really to spoil armageddon so if you don't want the armageddon spoil for you uh, it's been out over 10 years so three two one i want to spoil it. armageddon now so uh the reason why i've never watched armageddon is that everybody like it was actually talked about last week in work i've served a customer and they mentioned armageddon was their favorite movie and i was like i've never seen it and they were go- they were like what and the reason why i've never watched it is because when i came out in the early 90s or mid 90s um everybody's talking about it. number one hat that was all my agenda go see it yeah i'll definitely go see it um and uh a guy, a guy who i haven't seen in a long time as was friends with him uh i said to him you know Michael we should go see Armageddon i've heard it's very good uh and uh he turns and goes oh, i've seen it there last night Bruce Walls dies at the end so that's why i've never seen it and it's the same with Far Cry 5 i'll never play it now because i just don't feel that you know I put 40 hours, and they softened 50 hours for it to go, oh, there's a, a thing that happened. So I'll, 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 I'll just skip Far Cry 5. Um, will I play Far Cry 6? Maybe not this side of Christmas. Um, it's just, again, I think time to beat's showing like, 50 hours, and then for completion, it's just almost double that. And again, I just don't have the time. Where I could be talking to you in a room of my own. So... If anybody's getting that today, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. No doubt I will pick it up at some point. um, But uh, it's going to be... It's going to get one Because, again, there's another first-person shooter as well. So uh, I'm going to hand it over to the magical voice of Kieran here for a little plug before we go on.
0: Well, if you want they listen to list podcast every single week and you want to get it delivered straight to you then the best thing to do is they subscribe to list podcast we have a youtube version we are on all major platforms so if you're listening somewhere and you're like i do know i kind of like on like apple podcast or something we're there if you like it on spotify we're there as well but You can also leave us a message as well if you want to ask us a question on the podcast. You could do that using the Anchor app. You can either use the app on your phone or you can go to anchor.fm slash oneupcast. You can leave us a wee message on there. Or if you want to send us a wee message, you can go to uh, any of our Twitters. You can go to my Twitter at HarryAtomicYT. You can go to Daniels at Ferryman5000 or you can go to LeBran's spanking new oneupcast Twitter, which is up all words, O-N-E underscore cast. That's O-N-E underscore cast on Twitter.
1: So, Kieran, we miss you. Hey, that voice is just so, so, so fresh. So good, so good. He's good at those plugs, isn't he? Um, they're not pre-scripted or anything. He just naturally does it. That's why I have Kieran pre pre-recorded doing the plugs, because I would try it and completely fuck it up. So that's all of our breaking news. There wasn't much fresh breaking news today. So uh, how's it been so far? You've been listening to me now for nearly an hour. Honestly, I'm so surprised I've been talking to myself for over an hour in a room with my little doggy and my coffee has now gone cold. So, again, please, 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 please feedback to me what you thought of this week's episode because, again, it's just me on my own. Is it working? Is it not working? Again, it's a beta. We're going to try it. If, if the reaction data is not good, um, we'll do it again in the future. Kier might do an episode on his own just in case because we come up to Christmas and retail where I work. And it gets crazy, so maybe Kier might do an episode, but we only do it if the people want it. Um, so please let me know if it's shit. Don't be afraid of telling me. Tell me that was an awful episode. You just The rambles of a madman who can't sleep for an hour. <laughs> so, um, just a few things I want to wrap up on, and I'll let you go for the day. Um, so I've been playing quite a few games lately. I've kind of... I have this really, really bad habit is that I play too many games at the one time more power to people who can play one game and complete it to the end. more party i wish i was like that but i'm like a magpie for games i'm like oh i'll play this and i'll play this and i'll play this and it gets really bad this time of year when there's nearly everything out so the magpie in me was like you know just finish this but while i'm focusing on one game i'm thinking about another i shouldn't do it it's a horrible habit um so this week alone released super monkey ball mania and alan Wake remastered which i touched on there earlier alan Wake remastered is well alan wick sorry is a, such a good game and i you know I've, I've only played about a an hour of it and it's called alan Wake remastered but it's not really remastered they've added 4k and they've added it 60 frames per second but and they've added like new textures and stuff but it still play it hasn't aged well um, it still plays very clunky. It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. it's Still really good. It's still atmospheric. It still scares the but Jesus, probably the the Jesus out of me. It's really really good. Um, but um, you know, it has aged. And if you're going to uh, box something up and, up and call it a remaster, I was expecting kind of the mechanics to maybe be updated. Like this is the remedy made. This, this is the guys who made Control. I wasn't a massive fan of Control's story, but the combat and the gameplay was the, the was brilliant. That combat was so good, and obviously they've learned from that and you know implement what they've learned from Alan Wake into Control. But I thought there was going to be maybe maybe a bit of updated mechanics, you know, fluid fluidity if that's the word uh, into the the combat. So it's unfortunate that it hasn't changed, but it's still a good game. But it has aged. So if you are playing it um go on with your expectations quite lower but if you're looking for a scary game and it's halloween time we are in october it will definitely scare the bejesus out of you and i also picked up a uh, super monkey ball mania uh so so good so it basically what super monkey ball mania is it's a collection of all super monkey balls collect, collated into one package and uh i found memories of super monkey ball from the gamecube days uh, i don't think it was a launch title but i recall having it around lunch and I loved it they had the bowling mode the but, and the snooker mode and everything and I was actually playing it last night with my daughter I was like she's only she's coming six now at the end of this month and uh I mean it's so pick up and play like she was absolutely loving it she was just loving rolling down in hills at a metal fast speed hitting the goal posts uh, that was brilliant and playing bowling with her and everything Um, it's so so good I would highly recommend even for a party game uh, They have the snooker mode, they have the football mode, they have the, ah, uh, oh, there's so many modes, it's re- really, really, really good. So definitely check that one out, and it's, it's relatively cheap as well, I, pick, I picked it up for under 20 quid. And then, I got this two weeks ago, but I don't think i talked about it, it's Death Stranding. Now anyone who's listening to this podcast knows I'm a big Hideo fanboy. And uh, I've already completed Death Stranding on the PS4, but it's been re-released now as Death Strand Director's Cut, and that is available now on PS5. So what they've done with this is that 4K, 6K, and they've added additional content as well. So what they've added is like an extra two or three hour story arc, uh, extra weapons, extra mechanics. And it's just a pleasure to pick it up again. It's just a game that I absolutely love. It's just such a relaxing, relaxing game. It's just so good. I mean, I was even playing it there last night, and, you know, it's just a... I had a... I basically, I had to spoiler. I had to carry a body from point A to point B, and you would think, oh, that sounds boring, but then you had to take things like ladders, and you had to cross these certain areas, you know, and you had to be strategic, strategic and you had to avoid combat because the body has to be... Uh, you know, good condition and stuff, and it's just such a such a good game, and oh, I, I can't recommend it enough. And if you already had the PS Four version, to upgrade, it's just a fiver. So even if you pick up the game second hand and stick uh, stuck it onto your PS Five, it prompts you to upgrade to the PS Five version for five pounds. So I've I've seen it in places for less than a tenner. So you could get a PS Five game for less than fifteen quid. So definitely check that out and uh i just want to touch on as well the the playstation plus games this month i i actually thought it was quite a decent update um but then a lot of people contacted me on twitter and on the one upcast page and they actually told me no it's not a good update uh the free games were on it were pga tour mortal kombat x and a ps5 game called hell litless it's kind of like a it's kind of like a World War Two shooter. Um, it was pointed to me that Mortal combat X is already on the PS Plus collection, so it was the it's a game that's already been given this. So I can understand the complaint there. I actually like PGA Tour. Um, I think it's a good multiplayer game. There's not enough uh, how would you say local play anymore. So it's nice when people actually come around. You can hand them the controller and. No, that's what that's what i like about the pga games so when i have mits come around and they do enjoy the golf games you know we play that and so it's good to have that because i played this is pga tour 2k 21 i had the previous one so i'm actually looking forward to playing a bit a multiplayer on that and then that hell that that's a multiplayer world war ii shooter it looks somewhere to the likes of battlefield however i played it for 30 minutes and it's it's not for me it's kind of like a hardcore shooter. so if you're really under your you know your strategy kind of shooter. so like there's no hit markers when you kill someone there's no notification i i I didn't like it maybe i'm spoiled by battlefield and Duty. i just didn't like it i just i just knew you stood away it wasn't for me i know a, a big audience on pc so more power to you if you like it um there was the argument that uh Games for PlayStation Plus at this time of year are always bad uh, because uh, it's that time of year when there's Battlefield and, you know, all these games coming out. Um, However, I would argue that there's not much coming out this year for PlayStation. I mean, I don't think they have anything this Christmas, you know, bar Battlefield. Correct me if I'm wrong, I just don't think there's much there. Um, Where on the other side of the coin, you have xbox now starting next week the 12th i'm recording this on the 7th so in five days time we'll have back for blood uh and then what f- four or five weeks after that we'll have halo uh, and they're all on their service so i think sony definitely need to for next month's update they need to have something really really good to get players engaged and stuff because they need to tread carefully here because back Blood back for blood's free and then Halo's free, and then in between that, yeah, and you have like the, de- the the latest DLC for Destiny. is free. Um, So it's they're, they're trying to g- grab the shooter audience, and the shooter audience does come out of Christmas. They spend money. And if they're going on the story to buy Battlefield, they can go over oh, it. Well, if I, if I get an Xbox, I can buy it for cheaper there, or I can get back for blood included, and I can get Halo. Um, So they need to try carefully, and, you know, I know it's maybe a bit overdramatic, dramatic, but giving away rubbish PS Plus games at a, you know, at a time of year where people are ready to drop money on a console, they, they just need to tread carefully. What do you think? that uh, I think there's definitely needs to be improvements. Um, Hell at this. Um, it's just no. It's not. It's not a plus game for me. I don't think. Um, Back for Blood. I can't wait. That's out next week. Um. A few of you tweeted us uh, at the 1UP ch- uh, Cast channel and said that they would love to see us do a stream. We're definitely going to do that. Um, Kieran doesn't know about it yet, but that's something definitely I will, that I will definitely arrange. Um, so that is it. Uh, I won't be playing it on PC because, as you know, I have beef with PC. I, actually, I don't know if I ever talked about this. I have a major, major, major beef with PCs. I fucking hate them. <laughs> Even though I use it to record a podcast, I, how would you say, I appreciate that anything that you don't keep up to date with will need mandatory system updates and things like that. So I didn't play for my Xbox for about a week. And then when I turned it back on, it done like four updates. And I get that it's part part and parcel with keeping up to date with software, but PCs remind me of the early days of Android I remember when Android was first a thing I had the Xperia Play it was kind of like a Playstation phone and Android back then it was dark days I mean it was customizable, but to its detriment there was almost too much customization. and I just think with PC there's just and people are going to listen to this go you're fucking crazy but you have to appreciate that I'm going on as a, as a primarily console gamer and I, I think, now, there, there is more PC gamers out there than there is console gamers. Uh, but there's just different levels. I just, my heart beats broke sometimes with my PC. And I don't think it's anything I'm doing. I've made the old mistake along the way where I've enabled a VPN and it's slowed down my internet speeds and I didn't realize it. But it's almost too customizable. It's It actually turns me off so much on it. Um, like, for example, there last week, uh or even two weeks ago Saints Row remastered was free on epic game store and i was like, oh, brilliant i love Saints Row. it's free i'll get on that downloaded it i actually said to myself that's actually a game i'll sit down and i'll play my pc and i launched it and because it's on the epic store you can't use a free Sixty controller sorry an xbox one controller so you couldn't use a controller, so I was forced to use keyboard mouse, so I was just like, right okay. And I was looking on it, and you can do the key mappings where you can download this program and you can assign keys, but again, that's just too much work. So when I I, I just think sitting down to a PC game, you know, when you come on from A day of work and you just turn on your console and it just works, you don't get that with PC. You have to be ready to sit down and go, Right, I'm ready to I'm ready to tweak. I'm ready to do this and sometimes a day after work or when you've had the kids and you you just don't want to do that. So it just frustrates life Mike. because I, I so since Row I had no audio. There was no audio whatsoever. And I actually find believe it or not, believe it or not, I actually find the PC community, with the exception of a few guys I you know who are gentlemen and really help me out all the time. But if you put a message on Reddit or you put a message on, you know, anywhere you get hit or you get like, oh my God, you don't know the answer to this. So there's no audio and apparently it's a, it's a main issue. But automatically, it's your fault. It's it's not the game's fault. It's your fault. It's your console. Or sorry, it's your hardware. It's your it, But, you know, it's just very frustrating. But then when I looked on it myself, it actually has a fault with the game. But on Reddit, and, you know, it's just, and I, I remember, yeah, I remember that um, World of Warcraft, there was a free trial where you, I think you get up to level twenty for free, and you can play it for as long as you want, unless until you get up to level twenty. or was a level forty. I can't remember. But back in the day, I loved World of Warcraft. Absolutely loved it, and uh, I had I had my hand held a lot in World of Warcraft. But again, I didn't mind. I absolutely loved it, and I was dying to jump back into it. And uh, I was doing the tutorial area, and this was about three weeks ago, and. Uh, so I was, like, level eight, and I was running around, you know, doing my thing, loving the... Nost- I was just being overflown by nostalgia, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good to be playing this again. But uh, there was a certain quest that you, I think you had to kill a wolf, but it recommends, you, you know, you can't do this on your own. You have to do it with somebody else. So I think, obviously, they're trying to teach you the mechanics of a co-op mission or whatever. uh, And there's loads of people in that area. So, you know, I just put up, like, a hashtag all... Can someone help me with this mission? And the hatred that I got. Like I got basically bullied out of the game. Because I asked for somebody to help me fight a wolf that was level 12. Uh, and you could say, oh, it's just that community. But I had that. And then I had the issue with Saints was Remastered on Reddit as well. Just it's not the game's fault. It's your, you're the problem. And uh, and I know every every environment has toxic communities and stuff but it's almost i don't know it just requires a lot of commitment to pc gaming and it's something that you know i occasionally dip my toe on it and its you know i'm not going to walk away from pc i actually do enjoy playing certain you know wee games on pc like you know we point and click games and stuff but uh, i don't know you know anybody here listening has the same issue, even on console space or whatever by all means, let me know. But um I'm going to end with one final plug for Kieran, and then a little topic that I want to end on. So over to
0: you, Kieran. Well, if you want to listen to list podcast every single week and you want to get it delivered straight to you, then the best thing to do is to subscribe to list podcast. We have a YouTube version. We are on all major platforms. So if you're listening somewhere and you're like, I don't know I kind of like on like Apple podcast or something, we're there. If you like it on Spotify, we're there as well. But... You can also leave us a message as well. If you want to ask us a question on the podcast, you could do that using the Anchor app. You can either use the app on your phone or you can go to anchor.fm slash 1upcast. You can leave us a wee message on there. Or if you want to send us a wee message, you can go to uh, any of our Twitters. You can go to my Twitter at HarryAtomicYT. You can go to Daniels at Ferryman5000 or you can go to LeBran's spanking new 1upcast Twitter, which is 1up, all words, O-N-E underscore cast. That's O-N-E underscore cast on Twitter. So
1: that's that lovely voice. We miss you, brother. We miss you. So again, this is the final part of the show. So you've been listening to me over for over an hour. And I'm surprised that I've been doing this for over an hour. I actually thought it was going to last about 20 minutes. So I'm surprised myself here. So we have a brief topic of the show. Um, and it's actually something, you know, it should have been addressed quite a while ago. Uh, via the one up cast i do 99.9 percent of the tweets so if you are following the podcast page it's pretty much me tweeting i don't really tweet from my own page anymore i just do it from this uh what uh, one up cast page so it's at all caps one up underscore cast and one is O N E. so definitely give us a follow but i so kotaku kotaku uh posted an article there the other day uh regarding the halo infinite beta and the headline of it was the halo infinite beta, uh, the halo infinite test flight was a buggy frequently hilarious mess and the, the article just goes on to slit the beta slit what it is and how rubbish it was but you know i don't know if they actually played it but if you listened to me an hour ago i just praised it Yes, there was bugs. Yes, there was issues. There was frame clipping. You know, I think at one point I stand there and like a like a wall kept flickering in front of me. But I was just running wrong, running along in an empty area, and this wall kept flickering in front of me. It's a bug. The advantage and disadvantage of beta is the advantage is that you get to play it before other people. However, you get to see the game at its worst, but you also get to see the game at its best. And I walked away from that with really, really good expectations. I absolutely loved it. I can't wait till the 8th of December to play it. Um, but this is kind of like the topic of the show this week. Um, so I tweeted this out, and I actually said, let me find the tweet one we second. Uh, waiting for it to load. So, yeah, so I tweeted, I, I shared their article. Maybe I shouldn't have shared it because I'm doing what they want. But uh, I tweeted saying, Kotaku are struggling to understand the purpose of a pre-launch uh, beta. Um, and are they just looking for clicks I don't know maybe they genuinely believe it if you read the article maybe you shouldn't read the article because then that's what keeps their lights on and doors open. Um, but Hugh actually tweeted back to us and he said uh, it's a poor attempt at gaining clicks feeding on the quote-unquote negativity sales culture of social uh, media feeds these days while there were bugs slash issues, yes, the overall reception was overwhelmingly positive and I couldn't agree more with the final sentence. However, he does mention that the negativity sells culture and it caught me thinking, I caught cogs turning and he's actually 100% right. And we're talking about Halo again. A year ago, Halo was a laughingstock. Halo was hated. Everyone wanted Paul Spencer to be fired. Um, It's just neg- this negativity and uh i actually stumbled across an article there on n4g there yesterday as well jim ryan the head of the playstation division this is what it was on n4g but it was also on reddit as well and it's from four months ago and it was a post that was at the top of the page and got so many upvotes and the headline was jim ryan needs to be voted out of his position and people were hating on jim ryan because he put ps5 games up to 70 pound um he retired to kill own franchise, he stripped uh, Japanese studios to its bare bones, so you'll not get those weakening, you know, like, uh, you know, you had Ico and Shadow of the Classes, you'll not get those kind of, and he has a new strategy, where he's, instead of also getting new IPs, every two months, they're just focusing on big AAA games, and they'll have publisher deals, and things like that as well, so it's a different strategy for a PlayStation, but people were like, Hitting them, uh, and it's just this negativity. It's just, man, man, the, the internet is just such a such a toxic place, and um, and I think he is ultimately right. The negativity does sell. You're going to get a click more. Uh, you're going to get more attention. You're going to get more traction. Uh, on a website, uh, that post ridiculous articles like this. Um the question is, will they do the same with uh, EA? Will with this Battlefield beta, yes, there was bugs while I was playing it. And in fact, I spawned on a helicopter and the helicopter wasn't there, but you could see all the players just flying across the map again as a beta. You know, I'm not going to sit there and go, you know what, I must write up an article about this helicopter not being there. Um, so it's just bad news is more exciting than good news, unfortunately. Um, and it's just thanks often. My advice to us all is that what keeps these lights on for these websites is clicks and they get advertising revenue and things like that. If you see an article just just move on, walk on. It's like um the Ghostbusters movie came out three years ago. Um anybody knows me, I've talked about it before in the show. I love Ghostbusters. Absolutely love it. Um I seen the trailer for it. Uh I went, Nope, that's not for me and in my head um, I just moved on. I've never watched it, I've never I've never went on the. i never went on to, uh, I went on to I went, this is shit, this is horrible, and then all these female actresses are getting battered and abused, because they're just doing the job that they've auditioned to do, it's ridiculous, you know, I'm sure people out there have actually liked that movie, me personally, I would never watch it, because to me, Ghostbusters is such a precious franchise, and you know, it just looked horrible, and the trailer just looked, no. Nah, it just wasn't Ghostbusters, so... For me, I just went, nope, that's not for me, and just walk away from it. So, for the likes of, a prime example of that is that I'm so hyped now for Halo. They're doing, I, I believe me, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think they're doing a, a, a test now every weekend for certain modes, and uh, people are asking me to play it again. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm done now. I'm waiting for the final product because I'm so excited because I don't want it watered down. No, I just don't want to go on day one to so it. I've already played this, and uh, it's not fresh anymore. So, don't feed the trolls is an expression I would end on. Um, 100%. Um, you know, games are games. Stop hitting on minute things. And, you know, we only get so much time during the day. If they enjoy games, let's enjoy them instead of fucking sitting on the internet keyboard warrior. And, you know, it's all about a banter, I right? Like, sometimes I put up in a group chat, you know, we fish hook trying to troll people for the fun. But... I think it's the denominator of the people that they can just write this and think, you know what? You know, nobody knows who I am. So, like, I mean, I could sit here now and call such and such shite and rubbish, but I wouldn't do that because, you know, it's just not who I am. But they definitely stroke stuff in folks. So, guys, that is it. That's me done. One hour and 15 minutes plus of my rambling. So, I, I'm going to apologise. If you made it this far, thank you very much. I apologise if you thought this was rubbish, um, again, we're just testing it out. Um, please, as I said, let me know what you thought of it. Uh, I'm going to try and do the plugs now. So, as you know, we have this uploaded each and every Friday. Uh, you can tweet myself, Ferryman5000, on Twitter. You can tweet my boy, my absent boy, Harry Atomic, at Harry Atomic YT on the Twitters. Our brand new, when I say it's brand new, it's three weeks old now, a Twitter page uh, at one up cast all capitals so it's one up so o-n-e cast underscore sorry one up underscore cast uh tweet us there give us a follow brilliant and uh also again feedback to us if you've what you thought of this week's episode and i will talk to you next week with harry atomic and he he uh is going to have to buy me some more ice cream all right folks all the best chat soon bye bye